Hey everyone, this is Zach at FF Chalupa Batman here with Triple Play Fantasy Beyond the Analyst Series. Today I am joined by Ryan McDowell. He is the Chief Strategy Officer of Dynasty League Football, host of the DLF Podcast, Locked On Dynasty Podcast, and Commission Impossible Podcast. Welcome, Ryan. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing well, Zach. Thanks for having me on. Uh, re- really excited to chat with you. I-, I love these kind of shows. They're they're so much fun to do and, and to listen to as well. Uh, we appreciate having you on. So for those of you, if this is your first time listening, we are not going to be talking about fantasy football takes today. we got plenty of time for that in the offseason. Uh, we're here to get to know Ryan. We're going beyond the analyst. Uh, so this is all about Ryan. Um, we're have some fun uh, asking you some questions. So just to get started right away, you have three children. Yep. You're a teacher. You host three podcasts, not including anything you guest on. You do countless more things for DLF. So I got to know, like, what are your tips for time management? Oh, man. It, yeah, it's tough. It certainly is tough. Um, you know, I feel like my my phone is always glued to my hand, uh, whether it's it's school stuff or fantasy football stuff or, or family stuff, obviously. Um, I, I don't know that I, I manage my time well because I'm kind of hopping from one thing to the other. So I don't know if I could give some advice uh, or I don't know if. I don't know if, uh, you know, if my path is, is one you should follow necessarily because I feel like I'm, I'm always on the go, uh, always doing something. I, I need a little bit more downtime. The off season should be, uh, should be good for that. But the way things have gone this off season, you know, the NFL doesn't take any downtime. So, so we can't either, but, um, yeah, really just always on the go. I mean, I, I found. Even when I started playing fantasy and playing dynasty before I was doing any writing or podcasting, I was, I was always the most active one in my league, sending trade offers and, and that kind of transferred, I guess, to, um, to me as a content creator. Um, just try to stay active, produce as much content written or, or pods as possible. And, um, yeah, that's, that's really it. No, that's awesome. Now, do you find that you have to, I guess, sometimes take a step back to avoid that burnout um, since you do have so much on your plate or have you kind of been able to navigate those waters since you've been doing this for so long? Yeah, I don't feel like a, I don't I don't think I really feel burnout too much when it comes to fantasy. I mean, it's more of trying to keep priorities in order. You know, I, I mean, I will catch myself <clears throat> saying no to um something the kids want to do because I'm writing article or, or doing whatever. And then it's like, what am I really doing here? Like, you know, nobody, nobody is going to notice if this article doesn't get written or if this podcast goes out late or, or whatever. So um, just kind of a reminder to, to keep those priorities in order is, is something I need myself. No, that makes sense. And I think it's important in this space. A lot of people are, excited to be in the space and there's a, there's a lot of people that are grinding out there putting a lot of content but yep. it is important to remember i mean for some of this is a full-time job for others it's not it might be a hobby but um it's important to kind of keep it in perspective it, it is a game it's it hopefully is <clears throat> excuse me fun for everybody um but yeah i think perspective is, is a big deal that we sometimes forget yeah for sure space. i know a, a lot of people are um surprised to to hear that i'm a teacher sometimes that i have a a full-time job beyond fantasy football. And um, I, I mean, to me, that's a compliment. I, I obviously try to balance those and, uh, and of course spend a lot of time on both of them. 
Um, but to hear that people feel like I'm producing full-time level content, that's, you know, that feels good, of course. Yeah, that's fantastic. And you've mentioned before that you never really thought about doing podcasts back in the day and you were very nervous when you first started and you yeah. even still get a little nervous now, even though, I mean, you've done hundreds, I mean, it could be in the thousands maybe at this point. <laughs> um, but how do you manage your nerves? Yeah, I, I do still get nervous for sure. Um, I don't know. I, I guess it, a, a little bit of, of it just has to do with whoever you're on the show with. And of course, if that's Dan or Matt, uh, on the DLF podcast, if it's Scott Fish on Commission Possible, if it's Matt Williamson uh, on on Locked On, I mean, at this point, of course, I'm I'm very comfortable with with all of those people, and and you know, consider them some of some of my best friends in life, and and beyond fantasy football or beyond um, that podcast. So that helps for sure, of course. Um, uh, other than that, I would say just trying to be as as prepared as possible uh, for whatever the show is, whether it's it's one that I'm hosting or if I'm uh, a guest on a show, trying to make sure I'm I'm ready for it. You know, I think it it becomes pretty obvious to the listener if you're not ready. And uh, I mean, I've been there too. You know, probably everybody has. If you if you do podcasts, you do those shows where for whatever reason you just don't feel. Uh, you don't feel great about that. Um, and that's no fun either. You know, it's, it's, it's no fun to put out that content that you're, uh, you're not necessarily super proud of. So, uh, that helps the nerves, but yeah. And in, in general, it, it was not something I wanted to do, not something I was looking forward to, um, or, or certainly was not confident in. Uh, I mean, I remember when, when Matt Williamson approached me about, doing uh what ultimately became dynasty blueprint he had left his job at at espn he had done a daily football podcast with them that of course a ton of people listen to and he wanted to continue podcasting and he had he had really just gotten into dynasty fantasy football at that point and um, we had kind of um, gone back and forth on twitter and and kind of i wouldn't even say built up a relationship but at least had had some had some conversations and certainly had a mutual respect for each other. So uh, he, he approached me and asked me to do that. And of course I was honored by the idea uh, and, and by the invitation, but it, it, it took a few days to think about it because I was again, just so nervous and, and un, uneasy about it. And um, you know, just lacking confidence, I guess, but overall it's worked out pretty well. I think so. <laughs> and now, you, you gave some advice of what you did for yourself, but now speaking from personal experience, if you told me a year ago, I would have done a weekly waiver wire podcast during the season and now interviewing people one-on-one um, in the off season, I never would have believed you. I never expected to ever be on a podcast. So do you have any advice for someone that maybe is hesitant to either guest on a podcast or maybe start their own podcast? Well, first of all, I would say don't be nervous because at this point, um, you know, almost everybody does it. So, so give it a shot. Say yes to those invitations. Uh, I, I know I said no to a few early on before Blueprint, before uh, before DLF. I, I said no just because I I did have that uneasiness about it. But um, you know, get yourself out there. Of course, I think the more you can, the more podcasts you can listen to, the better. 
uh, host or better guests you become. I think the same is true of written content. The more you can read, uh, the better writer you become. I, I think that's, uh, I think that's the case. So listen to as much as you can. If you're, if you're going to guest or if you're going to start your own, I think that's a good place to start. Fantastic. And uh, now to completely transition to a different topic, okay. um, your family and you love Disney. Uh, you try to go there for vacation every year. Uh, I actually got to meet you last year when you came yep. down uh, to Disney. Uh, can you share maybe one of your favorite memories from any of those vacations? Yeah, we, we've definitely become a Disney family uh, as much as you can in Kentucky. We, we get down at least once a year. Um, my wife usually makes it more than that. Uh, and, and obviously, you know, the kids love it, of course. So uh, I'm usually just kind of along for the ride and and at at their uh, at their call when it comes to where we're going or what we're doing next or, or whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, there, there's a ton of memories. I, I had never been to Disney until I met my wife. And, and when we were dating, we went. I, I mean, of course, the first time I ever went to Disney World is, is a big memory. You know, you see it on TV or commercials or whatever. But, uh, you know, walking walking through those gates and seeing the castle and seeing all the people and everything was was pretty cool. You know, even though I was an adult at that point, um, we honeymooned in Disney and, and did a Disney cruise. We um, and we've taken our kids, you know, way too many times. So, I mean, the memories with the kids have have overtaken the, those previous memories, of course. Um yeah, really, really just kind of seeing my kids grow up in Disney almost, you know, again, we only go once or twice a year, but um, thinking about taking my oldest for the first time when he was not even a year old. And now he's uh, he, he's nearly 15 and has been, uh, you know, almost 20 times, probably um, just kind of thinking about them growing up in Disney. Um we we've gotten the chance to travel to Disney with uh, with friends and and in fact with friends in the fantasy football in- industry we've we've been to Disney with Jeff Tiefertiller and his family uh, Jeff is a, a writer over at Football Guys we've been to Disney with uh, my DLF podcast co-host Dan Myler and his family that was just last year that was uh that was a blast for sure so um, you know the the more people you can share those kind of memories with the better. No, that's fantastic. And I don't really talk about it much on the podcast, but I do work at Disney. So that's how we got to meet. And so I have a unique experience compared to since I'm a little spoiled by going as much as I do and also working there. Um, but no, I mean, I went as a kid too. So it's great to hear other people's experiences there and, and find out. That's why I had to wear my, my castaway shirt. Uh, I love it. Since we, we were on the pod today. Yeah, I mean, I'm obviously you have a totally different perspective. You're, you're there every day and it being work versus coming once or twice a year is totally different. But you know, when you're, uh, I mean, when you're there, if it's a, a week with your family every year, or every um, couple of years or whatever it might be like, it really does feel like, um, you know, I mean, it, it almost feels like home when, when you're able to, to go, somewhat regularly. So, um, yeah, it's, it's our, it's our place, I guess. No, it's fantastic. And I mean, uh, when this is coming out, I don't know when there's going to be announcements for, for Scott fishbowl 12, but 
I know there's been talks of potentially live drafts, so maybe we have to look at doing a, a live draft down at Disney this summer. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, I mean, who knows what Scott has planned? I, I don't even know what he has planned. I know <laughs> I know live drafts have been a goal for for a while, and obviously, just like uh, so many things, COVID has, has thrown off those plans. Um, but Scott is hopeful, and, and uh, where those drafts might be, how many live drafts there might be, who knows? Up, up to Scott, but it, it's exciting to uh, potentially see that play out. That'll be a lot of fun. You got to do the magic, the most magical place on earth, right? That's true. <laughs> that would be hard to say no to. There you go. So uh, the fantasy sports space is growing rapidly. Uh, you mentioned COVID. I honestly think it's probably because of COVID. A lot of people yeah. had more time on their hands. They were home more. So now's a chance to maybe pursue some passions. Um do you have maybe one piece of advice for anyone that's maybe thinking about creating content or maybe they just got started? Well, th- there is so much. And uh, I mean, it can be overwhelming. I can, I, I have seen and heard people say, um, you know, everything's covered already. Right. Or, or what's one more person going to change or one more content producer. But I think it's really important to, to try to find your niche, whatever you're interested in, whatever you feel you're good at. Uh, I mean, if it's, if it's film, if it's analytics, if it's Devi, if it's, you know, whatever it might be. I mean, there's, there's a million different little pieces of of fantasy football, fantasy sports um, that someone could be an expert on and, and could share their advice about. And, and I know when I was, uh, first getting started at DLF, I tried to do it all. You know, I, I tried to be um, the Devi guy. I started doing ADP, which I'm, which I'm still doing, you know, 10 years later. And, um, but I kind of had my, my hand in, in so many, um, so many buckets and it, it was just, it, it was just tough. I, I couldn't keep, keep it up. I, I found that I, um, you know, I, I was kind of slacking at some because I, I tried to take on too much and I tried to kind of be that I tried to be the expert at, at all these different areas. And, and that's just not realistic. Um, so in, instead of that, you kind of settle into what you're comfortable with, what you enjoy the most, what you know the most about and, and share that piece of, of information, share that uh, area. Um, you know, whether it's just on Twitter or, I mean, it, it's so easy now, right? I mean, 10 years ago, you had to start your own website and who really knew how to do that? Or you had to start your own podcast and who really knew how to do that? But starting a podcast uh, is, is super easy now. Um, producing content and posting content. I mean, sites like Patreon or um, Substack have have made that so easy, not only to actually post the content somewhere, but to uh, hopefully get paid for it. Um, yeah, there's, there's really, I mean, if you've got information to share, there's, there's really no excuse for uh, not giving it a shot at this point. You know, it's true. And I think it's important to find your voice and find what, like you said, quality over quantity and yeah. really just kind of stick with whatever you're passionate about. Otherwise it's going to come through that, you're not really enjoying what you're talking about, or maybe you're not even as knowledgeable as you want to be about what you're talking about because you're, you're spread too thin, like you mentioned. Yeah. 
No, that's great. So that was the last of my, we'll call them the, uh, the serious questions, if you will. So I have some, oh, okay. some rapid fire questions. If you, if you're game for that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. So you can give as little or as much context to any of these answers as you feel is necessary. Okay. So hypothetically, one of the four major American sports has to go away forever. So it's baseball, football, basketball, or hockey. Which one's going away forever? Uh, I mean, I guess it's got to be hockey for me. I've never, you know, I mean, I'm in Kentucky. I've, I've, there's there's no ice hockey here. Um, so I've just never really been a fan of it. I'm not sure. In fact, I am sure. I've never watched a full hockey game in my life. Um, so that that would be it for me. That's fair. No judgment on the answer, but if you ever get a chance to go to a live game, live hockey is one of the best sports alive. I have I have definitely heard that. Um, yeah, and I, and I feel like I'm letting you know. I know there are so many diehard hockey fans out there. Um, so yeah, that's a, a little a little guilty to say that answer, but that's what I've got to go with. With it's okay experience. if you said any of those sports, you were going to upset somebody. So it, it wasn't very fair of me. <laughs> So this is an interesting one. So what two animals would you like to switch the sounds they make? Oh, wow. Well, I hate birds. I hate birds of all kinds. Um, so that's got to be one of them. Uh, if whatever, whatever the quietest animal is, um, I don't know, maybe, I guess maybe that's a mouse, right? Like I thought of a mouse. Yeah. Okay. So we'll, We'll let birds be quiet. I won't hear them. <laughs> Maybe I won't know they're there. And then I guess if there is a mouse in my house, I will definitely know it's there. I'll, it'll give me a uh, give me a, a, a loud warning. I, I mean, so it's I, pragmatic. I, yeah, it's, it's it's a practical, and there's there's probably a lot of uh, a lot of other funnier uh, responses, but that, I'll stick with that one. No, I like that. It, it works for you, and I, it sounds hilarious as well. <laughs> So if you could spend a day and hang out with any celebrity, dead or alive, who would it be? Oh, um, I'm not really a big celebrity guy. Like, I don't I guess I don't value celebrity status very much. Um, you know, like I'm not a big autograph guy. I don't I don't really care about getting anyone's autograph or getting uh, getting pictures with with anyone. I mean, if I saw a celebrity. Um, you know, I'm sure you see them wandering around Disney periodically. I mean, I would think that was, yeah, yeah, you know, I would think that was cool if I saw them, but as far as having some interaction, it's just not my thing. I just honestly don't care. So I think it would be more, I'm trying to think of people that I feel like I might have something in common with, or would be relatable just to have a conversation with and, and hang out with. Um, I really like Scott Van Pelt on SportsCenter, uh, SVP. I he's really love him. Uh, yep, yeah, he's. I, I consider him a celebrity. I think he's. Yeah, uh, I think he is. Yeah. And, and you know, with the the ESPN Disney connection, I'm sure you've seen him down there at some point. Um, I have not. No, but oh, have you not seen him? Okay, no, not all him. right. Um, yeah, Scott Van Pelt would be a good one. Um, Bill Simmons, same same thing. You know, I feel like he's. Obviously, he's into sports, um, but into pop culture as well. And, um, you know, I, I'm a big movie guy and um, even like, like, I don't like I don't watch wrestling anymore, but I used to. I know he he kind of talks about those same things. It just feels like we kind of grew up uh, 
with similar interests. So yeah, some somebody like that probably. No, that sounds like a fun day. I like it. If you could time travel, would you travel to the past or travel to the future? Mm. I guess I'd travel to the future. Um, you know, just just to get an idea of what's coming, get that sports almanac, right? Come come back and and change things. I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like I'd rather uh, see see what's in store for us. No, I like that. Yeah, you, it could be very lucrative in uh, in DFS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. There you go. And then my last one for you. So we've already covered you're a big Disney fan. So would yeah. you rather drink around the world at Epcot or go on Rise of the Resistance without having to wait in line? Oh, yeah. The the Rise is awesome. We got to ride it one time the last time we were there. But yeah, the wait is uh, the wait is tough. Um. I'm not really a huge, uh, I'm not a huge drinker in general, so I'd, I'd probably pick Rise. But again, I'm thinking about, uh, I'm thinking about the company, you know, who I'm with. If I'm, if I'm with some of those DLF buddies, like I mentioned, maybe I would go with, with drinking around Epcot and, and just having that experience. But if it's just me and the family, we're, we're definitely going for, for Rise. No, it makes perfect sense. And I still actually haven't been on Rise of the Resistance yet. I need to go on at some point. Uh, but I have. Uh, been around the world at Epcot. <laughs> Question: So, do you want to share uh, where everyone can find all of your your great content and where they can connect with you? Sure, sure. Thanks again for having me on, Zach. Always fun to have these uh, these kind of conversations for sure. Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. You can find all of my written work at DynastyLeagueFootball.com, and also check out uh, the podcast that I'm a part of, uh, DLF Dynasty Podcast. Locked on Dynasty and Commission Impossible. Uh, and yeah, I think that's it. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming on and, and sharing so much about, about yourself on here. Um, so this is Triple Play Fantasy. Like I said, if you're listening on, on a podcast, make sure you subscribe, rate and review. We appreciate it. It helps us a lot. If you're on YouTube, go ahead and like the video. Again, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, we put out a lot of content this off season, and it's Triple Play Fantasy. So we're covering football, baseball, basketball. So we don't want you to miss any of that great content. So I appreciate you guys listening and look forward to you guys next episode. Thanks again, Ryan. Thanks, Zach.